You're listening to Bridge the Gap Season 4, a podcast dedicated to inform, educate, and influence the future of housing and services for seniors. This podcast is powered by supporting partners Propel Insurance, Inquire, LTC REIT, The Bridge Group Construction, and Salinity. Learn more at btgvoice.com. Welcome to Bridge the Gap Podcast, a senior living podcast with Josh and Lucas. Really excited to have a good friend of ours on the program, the one and only Chris Bird, COO at LCS. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, partake in this podcast with all of you. Absolutely. We uh, we always love talking to you and uh, so many friends at LCS. What a great organization um, of great people that have worked in this business and industry for a long time. Um, and you know the the industry has obvi- for obvious reasons everybody knows the challenges that we face in in 2020 um, that are actually not they're unique in one sense but the industry has faced so many different things the flu they've f- faced other pandemics neurovirus um, every single uh, cold season um, affects our older adults in these communities and I have found as many others have the senior living industry is is really well adapted and prepared. For this kind of stuff. Um, we wanted to talk to you specifically about a new program that LCS is rolling out. Um, would you talk to us about that? Yeah, sure. Well, one thing I'll, I'll offer as well, as you opened up about uh, how senior operators are, are adapt to deal with these types of things, I will offer that in 2020, the senior living industry banded together like never before, right? I think all of us, as we were dealing with this pandemic, as it was starting to uh, be at the foot of our doorsteps in late February, the first cases in, um, you know, par- um, out in Kirkland, Washington. And then as it uh, made its way across the country, uh, it was always encouraging to me that every Argenta meeting, ASHA meeting, uh, side conversation I had with a different operator, we were all trying to work together to figure out what is going to be our next best steps uh, to help uh, battle this pandemic for both the safety of our residents and our employees. Uh, so that to me was uh, the, one of the, the better side benefits of not trying to be competitors and not do each other, but uh, how do we partner together to think through how do we make this the um, the best outcomes for all the seniors that live in, in senior housing living communities across America. So it was just a side spot I want to get in there. And it's been fun working with all of our partners. Well, um, and we appreciate that and totally agree. And so this new program that, that you guys are rolling out, um, is it, I think it's called Eversafe 360. Is that correct? That's correct. Eversafe 360 is really the brainchild of Rick Exline, you know, veteran of the industry and LCS over 42 years. And as we kept sitting around the table, um, basically every day augmenting our path, because it seemed that way in the in the early stages of the pandemic, we had to think through what we're going to do to deal with the virus that was um, having its harsh realities on our world today. But then recognizing that there was going to be other uh, viruses or pandemics that we may have to deal with in the future. I mean, uh, Lucas, you noted that we have had to deal with the swine flu in the past, uh, H1N1. We've had other just really bad flu seasons. So rather than just only trying to come up with solutions to deal with COVID-19, we wanted to make sure we're providing a solution that is a way of how we're going to operate forever and think about every aspects of our day-to-day operations from dining to everything about our activity programs uh, to telemedicine. Um, It's advanced us to really have a medical advisory board in place. Um, and then there was like a small piece, one of uh, uh, the sales and marketing leaders within our organization asked the question, we do a great job of employees when they're dealing with um, needs for assistance. We have our EAP programs like everybody else does. We're asking our residents to stay isolated in their own apartments 
for everybody's safety, um, which is the right thing to do as we've been trying to go through uh, this issue within the communities. What is their outcome outside of dealing with their families and loved ones? How do we not have a resident assistance program? And so that was another aspect of EverSafe 360. Very small, doesn't seem like a big brainchild, but it really does make a whole lot of sense. How do we not have uh, a resident uh, assistance program for all those that may be uh, sitting in this environment, both in a pandemic world and then just even living in a senior living community? Sometimes there's loneliness. So it has really pushed us to think differently of how we're going to try and meet the needs of our residents day in and day out. Wow. So um, one of the things I loved that we were talking about before the show um, started, Chris, was the approach of the 360. And this is really a comprehensive view, not only dealing with the residents, but their, um, but your team members as well all across the country. Can you give us some ingredients that you guys have baked into the cake? You've already told us a little bit about the resident assistance program. What are some other things that you guys will be rolling out this year? Yeah, um, all great questions, and uh, thanks for bringing them up. But as I think about this in regards to as we're we're trying to, again, re-engage all the amenities of our communities, all of us probably came out of the gates. I'll, I'll be the first one to admit it. We said we were closing down, which we never did. You know, we were always meeting the needs of our residents. We were just trying to do it in a different way. So as we think about the lifestyle engagement in our communities, how are we going to engage in socially distanced um, opportunities even in a world with or without a pandemic. And then as we're trying to bring those amenities along the way, how do we do it in the right fashion to, uh, to potentially not invite a virus uh, infected resident or a person who may be performing or whatever the case may be. So everything around the social amenities in the communities are something that we're as the aspect of EverSafe 360 that we're trying to manage in a, in a safe environment. And then as you go down through the dining protocols, um, there may be a world that we're going to have a different setup in our dining rooms. And we know that we've been hearing from a lot of different operators, folks who have been on a few of your podcasts and others that have been interviewed is how are we going to have a different delivery system of dining, both in a main dining room setup. And now is there going to be the residents who have decided that I have now decided I want to do more select choice dining versus always coming down for one meal a day, two or three meals a day. So that's that's an aspect of everything around the EverSafe 360 that we're trying to develop for each of our individual communities, um, almost 140 of them across the country, to make sure that we're meeting the uh, safety needs plus the nutrition needs of, of the residents through our dining programs. So, Chris, um, as, as you're launching this EverSafe 360 program, you guys have been working around the clock even since early in the the pandemic to to kind of develop this and implement this and perfect this you know what change is is imminent it, it's always happening around us and sometimes that has kind of a negative connotation but are there some key points that you can kind of see that silver lining so to speak of these are some things that we've had to change but actually are positive changes for the team or for the residents, or we're going to come out on the other side more positive for it? Yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll touch on two. Uh, the first one is really around sales and marketing that everybody's doing. So it's not something new for LCS, but I think over the course of time for the last four or five years, we've always been mentioning, how are we engaging on the adult child virtually? And uh, we would talk to our sales teams, talk to our executive directors, give guidance and coaching of how to really move that along its way. Um, but this pandemic forced us to really embrace it like never before. 
Um, so we have been able to master that just like everybody else has. And I think it'll be healthy for the senior housing environment because we know our adult child is not always available. Who's the typically a, a, the biggest decision maker in this process is not always available to be at our communities from nine to five when we are there open for business, if you will. So now it's pivoted to us to think through how can uh, an adult child be surfing at night, maybe eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night as they're trying to think about the needs I have for my mother or my father. And so how can I um, be able to shop, if you will, for senior housing, set up my appointment online for senior housing, and then know that tomorrow I'm gonna have that virtual call maybe before the hours that I have to go to work as the adult child. And then I really start to engage the process before I ever come and do that virtual, that first in-person visit. So it has really advanced everything that we've done. We've positioned ourselves differently on the web um, to try to be able to create that environment for our customer and then really train our sales teams to help guide that process because it's the initial step uh, that everybody's looking for as they're thinking through their needs in senior housing. A second piece that it's really pushed us forward with is that while LCS has been around for, we'll be celebrating 50 years <clears throat> providing services to seniors, um, we never had a true medical advisory board in place. We had uh, relationships and others that we could go to, but a part of EverSafe 360 is the formation of a medical advisory board with other groups, uh, other uh, leaders uh, from the medical world that can help give us feedback, guidance, um, people we can go out to with a quick question. Um, and uh, it's something that uh, we're pretty proud of. I've seen a few other organizations. The most recent one was, I was reading an article from Benchmark and their advisory board with a pretty collaborative group of folks. We're doing something very similar, but we think that's gonna help give us guidance as we're always trying to maneuver through the path of needs of residents in today's pandemic and the future world of tomorrow. So uh, just two small pieces about this evolution of EverSafe 360 that will probably change the way that we think and how we deliver and how we make decisions uh, for the services for our residents, which is what we're here to serve every day. Well, thank you for sharing that. And you know, the first one that you mentioned, which is kind of that that virtual um, communication platform um, that we've been forced as an industry, as providers, when you're talking to that adult decision maker, that son or daughter, you know, it, it seems like now more than ever, we are in a position as an industry to do some things to make a really positive impact on changing the perception of senior housing. You know, this this past year, Chris, Lucas, we've had this spotlight that has really been put on our industry uh, globally. Um, we've we've all had to invest in in doing a better job at creating platforms. And and Chris, I know your teams. Um, you leading at a very high level, you got a lot of people that you're influencing to have the right messaging um, to that adult consumer out there that that maybe they've been a little bit jaded because of some of the things that have been negative in the press. But now speaking to our audience, that's a very diverse group of um, providers. What are some of the things that you're ch sharing with your team that your team is sharing to kind of help change and educate that adult consumer that maybe could help all of us in our messaging? Yeah, a great question, uh, Josh. And it's it, 2020 has been a trying year in regards to the negative press and some small incident that a local paper or a national paper will pick up on and um, want to write about. And it's been unfortunate. We have been trying to leverage our residents um, as often as possible because they're quite proud and they also recognize that in their world, 
while it's not ideal like it was before uh, February of 2020, um, they still recognize it's a pretty safe place and we've been meeting all their needs along the way. Um, as an example, down in uh, Florida, we've had a couple hot spots in regards to uh, media activity. And uh, when an article was written, maybe not with all the facts in place, uh, it was amazing to see the numerous number of residents who wrote that editor <clears throat> and then wanted to share their stories and asked us, how can they get their story out there? Uh, because, <clears throat> excuse me, that local paper is just providing one slant of the story, which wasn't 100% accurate. So in those moments, and as we're dealing with a customer who may ask a question, I happen to read uh, in the local paper X about your community. Um, what are the facts and fiction? We've been able to virtually engage them with a resident or two, nothing that we've never done in the past, but it's always been done in person on a tour. But now as we've been trying to leverage our residents in that virtual environment to uh, sell their story as to why they still love living at that LCS manager owned community and uh, why their loved ones should make uh, that choice. Know the facts versus the myths. It's, it's really unfortunate. Uh, some of the uh, stories that are out there in the media uh, that get uh, misrepresented through social media and all the different outlets we have today, right? We all have our, our mobile phones and devices, and it's unfortunate sometimes the, uh, the misinformation that gets scattered and um, circulated and recirculated. So um, it's, uh, that, that's a piece for us with EverSafe 360 that we try to move forward with and really leveraging that uh, virtual environment. Well, so that's awesome. And Lucas, while I'm hearing Chris talk, you know, the, the first, what's just ringing in my, my brain is basically uh, residents or team members have become ambassadors or are equipped to be ambassadors. But, you know, before that, it's not like uh, when the crisis happens, all of a sudden you can you can ask them to start helping out. And what's really cool is the quality of care comes first, which is something that our industry is known for. And so, you know, laying that foundation of quality care um, it, even during the difficult times, that that equips us and enables us as providers to be able to uh, immediately have the ambassadors go to work and representing and carrying the torch for the for the industry. I love that. Yeah, I mean it's, it's a basic step, right? You guys, you've been in this business a long time. I started back in 1996 at a building called the Parkview in Memphis, Tennessee, and. Um, I remember my executive director, Linda Sullivan, who actually works with me today here at LCS. Um, she was, she kept telling me, she goes, why are you always trying to close the sale on your own? And I said, what, what do you mean by that? You know, I was a young, young gentleman, probably was very naive and wasn't uh, taking her guidance very well. And she said, your residents can help sell this building better than you can. Nobody's going to trust Chris Bird, but they'll trust, you know, Mr. Jones down the hallway to tell his story. And so as I listened to that, and I would start leveraging those residents on those day-to-day -day tours um, and became super easy to uh, advance the sale because they could see the, the residents who live there and enjoyed it. And I believe them versus the sales guy, right? And so here we are 25 years later and trying to really encourage that in the virtual environment, especially in a time when the, there's been negative clouds over senior housing, but we're still meeting the needs of, of thousands and thousands of residents across the industry. Um, providing great outcomes day in and day out, even in a tough uh, pandemic environment. I'm sure all of you with what you do. I know, Josh, you've got a business and we get resident uh, let testimonial letters from families even after somebody's left us. Just even in that environment um, with COVID-19, your teams were doing amazing work and uh, meeting the needs of my uh, my mother or father and um, in their final days. So 
And that's what we're all here for. And that's why we're charged to do it. And that's why after 25 years, I've uh, continued to enjoy this opportunity and uh, provide more outcomes like this for our residents across the, uh, the LCS platform. Yeah, well, and, you know, I think um, it, it's just an amazing opportunity we have, as, as I was mentioning earlier, now more than ever, I think um, the, the crisis, the pandemic, it, it so focused our attention on some areas that, quite honestly, we, we should have been investing in a little bit sooner. And, and many of that was in technology and things to help better and more effectively communicate. Um, we, we heard someone talking earlier, even, even reshaping how we do our team meetings and things like that. And I heard, I heard a gentleman, and I know, Chris, as much as you, you've traveled um, and you burn up the, the, um, the airways and things like that prior to the pandemic – it, you know, it's amazing how effective and how much more frequently now that we're utilizing tools that we weren't before that we can actually communicate. We, we talk a lot about being dis- disconnected, and I get that in the virtual environment. But I heard someone say, you know, I can reach a lot more of my community people and have FaceTime now than I did even a year and a half ago um, when I was always standing either in a ticket line or a rental car line. And so um, I'm sure you can relate. Yeah, it's, um, you know, as we've embraced everything about the technology and it, it was it was pretty funny how simple one of our regional managers realized I can actually do a site visit virtually without actually being at the community and have a very similar interaction. While there's, there's never going to be a replace of the face-to-face human contact and really being able to deliver messages and hear a message from an executive director, uh, but our regional teams were able just to be with the ED, if you will, walking through with a bone, a, uh, a GoPro, as they were just looking at a community, providing feedback as uh, some areas of support. So those are things that we'll want to continue to harness as we get into 2021 and the vaccines are are fully embraced by all of the U.S., which I hope happens. And we're back to a, a world of more travel. Um, I don't want us to forget that we don't always have to be boots on the ground in a community. We can still leverage the technology that helped us get through 2020 pretty successfully uh, going forward. And those are different aspects of Eversafe 360 as we think about how we can leverage people's time more versus, as you noted, Josh, being stuck in lines at airports and planes and and uh, our favorite car rental de- delivery services that aren't always as timely as they, they advertise, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, this is a great conversation, and I know that our listeners are going to want to learn more about this Eversafe 360, so we'll make sure that we connect with them in the show notes. Um, is LCS, are you rolling out something, some online um, material or any sort of media stuff that people can uh, can keep up with? Yeah, you know, we've uh, it's been a program that Rick and the team have been working on. There's almost 30 uh, LCS employees that have been doing this as a side job on top of everything else they do. So we have a big committee helping drive the outcomes of Eversafe 360 since uh, the idea was birthed around July of last year. Um, we started dropping some hints about it uh, within our communities, um, public, um, went with uh, PR pieces in November, and um, we're, we fully expect to be rolling this out in our communities in February and March, um, step by step as we're trying to move through the process of just making it a safer place for our residents. And it'll have its own piece of the website. It'll have its uh, front facing aspects of everything we do for um, for the public just to understand. And uh, we're hopeful that uh, it helps everybody in the LCS communities and others will uh, follow some suit so we can just create uh, better days for residents and senior housing. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, it's it's kind of the tide that rises all boats. We talk about that often on our program. The industry has, you know, this moniker that, you know, doing well by doing good. And we love that you guys are helping charge that and lead that. Thank you so much. Um, we'll make sure that we connect with you, Chris and LCS and the program within our show notes. Um, and thank you for taking time out today and congratulations on your recent promotion to COO. Well, thank you. It's an honor and uh, very humbling for uh, the opportunity. Um, something I was excited about when I first started with LCS three years ago and just working with Joel Nelson, and Diane Bridgewater and the other leaders at LCS have been Um, it's been really a great trip for me. So appreciate the uh, comments there. You got it. A lot of great leaders in this business, Josh, and another great conversation about the things that matter and changing perceptions, taking back that narrative and owning our stories here in the senior living industry. Good conversation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll put all that in the show notes. You can go to btgvoice.com to listen to all of our shows, including our Contributor Wednesday series. And thanks for everybody for listening to another great episode of Bridge the Gap. Thanks for listening to Bridge the Gap podcast with hosts Josh Crisp and Lucas McCurdy. If you are informed, educated, or influenced by this episode, we want to know. Leave a comment on social media or contact us in the show notes. Powered by supporting partners, Propel Insurance, Inquire, LTC REIT, The Bridge Group Construction, and Salinity. Learn more at btgvoice.com.